You jump out of bed panicked. It's 7 a.m. and you're running late. Your alarm has been going off for about an hour and you've got a big job interview at 8.30. You hustle to get ready, but things just keep going wrong. Your pants have a huge stain. Your shirt is way too big. Your printer ran out of ink halfway through printing your resume. Finally, you're dressed and ready to go. You grab a snack bar on your way out the door with just enough time to get to your interview, or so you think. The cherry on top of everything else is that there's construction along your route, which will definitely make you late. Just as you hear the person behind you obnoxiously lay on their horn, you wake up. You're still in bed, you see that it's only 3 a.m., you've got three more hours of sleep, and it was all a dream. This is Wallet Watch, brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. I'm your host, Mars. I'm Devante. And I'm Catherine. So hopefully you listened to our latest podcast and filled out or at least looked over the questions worksheet. If not, feel free to head on over there to Financial 4.0, where we've compiled a list of common interview questions to help you prepare. So, your interview is scheduled. You've done some prep work, hopefully, like creeping on the company and thinking of scenarios to draw from. But now what? Do you just show up day of and walk in all confident and fly by the seat of your pants? Uh, probably not. The prep continues. The night before your interview is super important, and we have a few tips and tricks to make sure you make the most of it. So first, and maybe most important, grab somebody you trust, like a friend or family member, and practice, practice, practice. You definitely want to practice your answers to common interview questions, but also practice your body language while answering those questions. We'll touch on the importance of body language a little later in this episode. So it'll probably feel strange to have a friend or family member interview you. I know I hated it the first time I tried it. I tried it with my mom. Bad idea, man. Bad idea. <laughs> at least that's what it seemed like at first. Because I would, she would ask me a question, I'd be answering, and she'd be like, I don't like that. I don't like the way you said that. And I'm like, Mom, can I get through it first? <laughs> However, after, you know, we learned that she should let me get through the questions first, <laughs> she had really, really good feedback, and I took heed to it, and I actually wound up nailing the interview. So that was really good. Another thing I want to point out is that when I was away at school, I had an interview at a department store. I didn't necessarily have my family there or a friend available to interview with me, so I just kind of looked in the mirror and practiced that, looking at myself, kind of seeing how I was handling myself and everything, and that was definitely helpful too. Get rid of those eye twitches beforehand, right. you know? exactly. <laughs> Stop winking. <laughs> Stop it. And honestly, it's better to mess up in front of yourself or in front of your family member than to mess up in front of the interviewer. That could be an impression that could not get you the job. You could stumble over your words the night before. (laughs) And practice to avoid something like this. So tell me about a time that you accomplished something you're proud of. Oh, um, oh, oh, that's a tough one. I'm not really sure. Can, Can we come back to that? I've definitely had multiple interviews and sometimes in a single interview, multiple questions that have resulted in me answering like that, um, which is really unfortunate because it sets a bad tone for the rest of the Mm -hmm. interview, kind of makes me nervous. Um, And then it is always the case that maybe an hour or two later, I think of a scenario that would have been perfect to draw from, but two hours too late, unfortunately. So it's better (laughs) to think about it beforehand. (laughs) Let's see. I know that I've had questions that I've tripped up on and I thought about it like, wow, it really wasn't your greatest moment, sir. You know, 
It was not flawless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. so one of my favorite interview stories, actually, this didn't happen to me, or so I'm telling you guys. <laughs> so my cousin, she works for a very high-up government job, and part of her job is to just interview people. So she goes through lots of interviews um, constantly, and so one time she came into work, and she came in a little bit early, so the office that she was going to use was being used for an interview. So she just kind of sat outside and you know got our papers ready and everything and this poor girl just ran out of her office just sobbing and apparently one of the tactics that they use is just by throwing random questions at you like if you were a piece of furniture what would you be and why and the question that they had apparently asked this girl was if you were a vegetable what vegetable would you be and why and she just ran out of the room sobbing just her head in her hands like rice is not a vegetable rice is not a vegetable (laughs) and can you imagine not getting a job (laughs) this poor girl so yeah think of you know Know yourself. Know yourself. (laughs) And even with that, though, I mean, those rapid-fire questions are difficult, but in addition to what you actually say, they're probably looking at how you react to that. Like, if she would have just kind of, like, pulled it together, kind of, like, reworked it a little bit, she may have been fine. Yeah. But maybe storming out of the office, head in her hands, wasn't the best reaction. (laughs) Rice, because I boil. Have your trusted companion ask questions that are common in interviews like, what's your greatest weakness? Or where do you see yourself in five years? But also some questions that require a situational response. So you have some practice relating your stories to the questions. So what we mean by situational questions is like, when's the time that you went above and beyond? Or when's the time that you helped a coworker out? So it's important to formulate some sort of answer to those types of questions. That way, when they're fired at you, you don't seem like you're very caught off guard. However, it's very important to seem prepared, not rehearsed, because then it doesn't come off very authentic. Mm So next, there are some simple tasks that you can do the night before the interview, so you're not panicking in the morning. We're gonna rattle through these quickly here. Print out your resume. You'll want a few extra copies in case there are multiple people sitting in on your interview. Know where you're going. Check for construction or detours, plan out your route. Also check the weather. If you live in Michigan, you know that you're probably gonna encounter some unpredictable weather. Bring like an umbrella, bring some snowshoes, bring sunscreen, just bring it all. That way you can show you're prepared for whatever they throw at you. you Don't actually do that, that'd be a little, eh, it'd be memorable. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it depends. (laughs) So speaking of outfits, (laughs) try on the outfit you plan on wearing the night before. Make sure it all fits, and you're going to want to make sure, too, there aren't wrinkles or stains or dog hair in my case. Just bring a lint roller with you. Just, you know, take care of that. Make sure that everything fits the way it should, and you definitely want to appear professional. The phrase, dress for the job you want, it's cliche for a reason. It works. It really does. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. So do a last minute Google search for information on the company. You want to be informed if they're in the headlines, whether it's for a good reason or a bad one. It'll allow you to talk with your interviewer about whatever they're currently going through um, or allow you to avoid things if it's maybe a touchy subject. So if you know who you're interviewing with, 
write their names down on a nice little cheat sheet, take you a notebook with you. They love it when you record notes. And you don't want to be moments away from walking in and forget their names because you're so nervous. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a thing. Hey, you! They don't. They won't like that. <laughs> and I'm a person that's terrible with names, but I'm good with faces. Like mm -hmm. I know you're from somewhere. Mm -hmm. yep. It's an interview right now. Oh goodness! I know I should know who you are. Just can't think of it. Also, set an alarm to wake up with plenty of time to get ready, plus a little extra. I also like to name my alarms with like nice things like you can do this and you got this um also emojis help add in emojis and final step for preparing the night before get a good night's sleep you've got a big day tomorrow so it's interview day yay <laughs> you got this first things first Eat a good breakfast, something filling and healthy that'll make you feel good for the big day, but don't overdo it on coffee. You don't want to be too jittery. <laughs> <laughs> you say that as if you know from experience. Oh my God, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so check the weather and traffic again. Leave your house with enough time to make it to your interview with about 15 minutes to spare. So for me, I always plan to leave with arriving by 30 minutes extra, because something always happens uh -huh. on me to, on interview days. It's like, what happened? It's an apocalypse in the downtown area. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can always just wait in your car, you yeah. know, or just hang tight somewhere. And then you can go through the little worksheet that we have mm -hmm. too, or whatever else. Just do something that'll pump you up. Bring those materials. Yeah. 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 So you also want to put your best foot forward from the moment you get to your interview. Be kind, polite, and confident during every interaction. Coworkers talk, and if you're rude to someone, like the receptionist or somebody in the lobby, they may let the interviewer know that they had a bad interaction with you, and that could derail you before you even get started. Yeah, and what a bad reason to not get a job. Right. Why? Why yeah. would you? But that's the kind of thing, because that shows what kind of person you are, mm -hmm. and it just shows how you have your interactions. Like our CEO, April, she always says every day is an interview, and every opportunity that you have is an interview, every interaction is an interview. Just treat it like an interview, and truly, your interview starts the moment that you get in that building. Be on your best behavior. So a story that kind of goes along in that same realm, so it was at a bigger company, so the interview was at their headquarters building. So they all go in and there's this huge big lobby and the offices of all the bosses and the people doing the interviews is upstairs kind of overlooking this lobby. So they can see you come in and like truly the moment that you enter that building, interview started. I don't care what time it is, the moment that you're in that building, the interview has started. The person who told me the story, he said that he was just watching everybody kind of file on in and some of them just grab a seat, they say hello to the receptionist, some of them start playing on their phones, others are taking notes, but one of them, he walks in and he sees just like a piece of paper on the ground and previously everybody else had just kind of walked over it or around it, but he just picked it up and he recycled it. And the interviewer was so impressed by this tiny little action because it shows initiative. Mm -hmm. And it shows like, oh, I saw a problem. I didn't just ignore it and I took care of it. And he told me that he de had decided right there and then that he was ready to hire this candidate. And that's such a cool thing mm -hmm. to just like have that initiative. And that's something that you can't teach people. Right. But we're teaching you right now, right so. Now. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're gonna do our best. <laughs> so did you guys know that studies show first impressions are formed in as few as seven seconds? And that the first impression can make or break your interview? Wow, I didn't realize it was like that fast. Yeah. Like yeah. One, two, three, we're halfway to your first pressure. impression. Yeah, like <laughs> Mars? Yes. I don't want to hire you. Aww. <laughs> <sighs> I'll try again later. I'll listen to the podcast again. Better luck next time. <laughs> So it's important to be yourself and let your personality shine through so the interviewer knows who they will be hiring and if you will fit in with others at the company. So I actually have a personal example with this. Um, when I was interviewing for a position with the company, um, I was so focused on you know putting my best foot forward that I didn't really let my own personality come through. Um, I found out later on, after I did end up getting the uh, position off of a recommendation of somebody else, um, that the manager almost didn't hire me because she couldn't really read me or tell, you know, if I would fit in with the other, the rest of the people in the department. Yeah, which um, is super important. Right. Like you gotta be able to gel with the department. Yes. And, you know, I almost missed out on that opportunity because I was not allowing my, I wasn't being myself. Um, turns out I was a great fit for the department. We got along really well. I worked there for a while. Um, but she provided that feedback later on that, you know, let yourself shine through a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, you're a good interviewer, you had great questions, um, you said things right, but I just couldn't tell if you would be a good fit for me, for the department. Okay. So Catherine had to let us know that she still got the position. Did get the position. <laughs> <laughs> By a hair. <laughs> so another major factor that goes into an interview is body language. Studies show that body language makes up about 60% of first impressions. Body language is a huge component of an interview, and you do kind of have a bit of control over it. You don't have to adhere to all these tips, but hopefully you find them helpful. So use a firm handshake. A limp handshake can give the impression that you're weak. Too strong of a handshake can give the impression that you're overpowering. The perfect handshake is firm, but not overwhelming. So also have an open posture. Try sitting with your shoulders back and placing your hands on the desk. This will help to avoid seeming closed off. Yeah, do not cross your arms in an interview. I see so many people doing that mm -hmm. and stop it, stop it, please. No, you don't look very nice right now. Right, it's like <laughs> you're telling the interviewer, don't talk to me. Yeah. Right. Also another thing, make eye contact. Make sure to make eye contact to show that you're engaged. That way you can kind of get that personal connection with them. But like the handshake, don't overdo it. You don't want to be creepy about it. <laughs> also use affirmative movements like nodding your head or smiling to demonstrate that you understand what they're saying. But again, don't overdo it. No headbanging? <laughs> Unfortunately, no headbanging. Ah. Oh. Remember I your, really agree. Unless you're applying for a position in a band, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> do they do interviews in bands? I would like audition. To. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be the next podcast. One Bruno Mars interview, please. <laughs> <laughs> Probably have to dance a lot for that. I'm no good at that. Nope. <laughs> so lean in slightly while someone is talking. This demonstrates that you're actively listening to them. Also. Please avoid touching your face. You do not want to distract from your interview answers or overall message. Can't touch this. Don't touch your face. <laughs> yeah, try not to scratch. Try not to touch your face. Um, it's just, it just distracts. Mm -hmm. It really does. Instead of thinking about your answers, they're like, oh gosh, why are they itchy? Oh no, what's <laughs> happening? Along with that, don't fidget. 
Um, so hands should be kept in a neutral state for most of the interview, unless you're talk with your hands, which I tend to do and that's okay. But if you do have a hard time holding them still and you just want to tap the desk or kind of just touch face or whatever it may be, ask if you can take notes instead. They love that. Yeah, taking notes is such a good thing. Yeah, it'll give you something to do with your hands and then also just show that you're engaged Mm -hmm. and want to learn more. Yeah, also another thing that I do sometimes during interviews is if they're talking or if I'm talking and I have the notepad in front of me and I think of something, oh, that's a good thing that I should bring up later, I'll just write the word up like... I'll just write a word or a phrase down that way at the end when they're like, do you have any questions for us? Hopefully I have come up with questions already that I plan on asking them, but that way I can kind of go on the fly and pick from the notes that I've taken. It really is helpful to take notes. Absolutely. Be sure to read the interviewer's body language. This will help kind of gauge how formal or informal the interview is and how they may feel about the answers you gave. After your interviewer has asked you their questions, they're going to open up the conversation to see if you have any questions about the company or the position. It's best to have a handful of well thought out questions. This is when, if you missed our last episode, those questions that we told you to think about will come in handy. This is a great opportunity to show your enthusiasm and your interest in the position and to find out if you'd be happy with a company. If you're able to tailor the questions to the specific position, that is even better. But if you need some ideas, we'll go over a few of our potential questions now. We're also going to post these on our Financial 4.0 website, so check them out there. So how does the company define success? In what areas can the company and or department improve? And how can I make the biggest impact in my new position? Are there opportunities for advancement? What is the company or department's culture like? Where do you see the company in three years and 10 years? This shows that you're interested in the company's future and could be around for the long haul. In your conversation, you can also include ways you fit into this future, whether it be current skills you already have or skills you've been interested in developing. What do you enjoy most about working here? I love asking them this question because one, I do want to know their favorite part about working here because hopefully that'll be one of my favorite parts about working there. Another thing, they get to talk about how much they love their job, which people love to do. And then if you ask that as one of the last questions in your interview, they're gonna have that like little warm, fuzzy feeling about why they love their job. And hopefully, just maybe, they will associate that with you. So in short, preparation is key to ensuring that the interview goes smoothly. Be yourself, but be sure to be putting the best version of yourself forward. And when all else fails, listen to Beyonce before your interview. Beyonce has your back, and so do we. Wallow Watch is written and hosted by Mars Woodbury, Catherine Hurth, and me, Devante Montgomery. We are recorded and produced by Mars Woodbury, and our executive producers are Whitney anderson Harrell and Lauren Klarzik. Wallet Watch is brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. You can find more episodes of this show at our credit union website, financial40.org, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in our next episode.